You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith corks one into right down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brett McMillan. Hello and welcome to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. My name is Brett McMillan. Glad that you could join us here on October the 8th. It is not the last issue of the program because the Cardinals are in the playoffs and we are in fact today previewing Game 5 of the National League Division Series. This has been a thrilling series and perhaps no game more thrilling than what Yadier Molina did in game number four. Real quick, before we get to previewing game five, take a listen to how game four sounded. Goldschmidt sends one deep to left. Way back. This one is going to fly out of here. Now Osuna, is that going to stay fair? That's got plenty of heat. Back-to-back jacks for the St. Louis Cardinals. Molina in the air, left field. Here he comes. Duvall's throw, no chance. And the Cardinals have won game four. When the Cardinals need a moment, they look to Yadier Molina. Not once, but twice in this game. Going to be exciting. It'll be Mike Fultonevich for the home team Braves, and it'll be Jack Flaherty going for the St. Louis Cardinals. Of course, both of those gentlemen started game number two, each of them a lethal slider. It should be a fun one tomorrow at SunTrust Ballpark here in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's podcast, it is Jack Flaherty's media availability. The reporters are mic'd. Jack is mic'd. It is a just kind of baseball discussion and Jack talking about his mindset going into game five. I think you will enjoy it. It is Cardinal starting pitcher Jack Flaherty talking about his game five start here in the NLDS. We'll be with you on the other side on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Jack, does the mental approach going into tomorrow's game sort of match the T-shirt? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it's been all year, uh, especially through the second half and through, you know, um, through every game that I've had so far um, coming down to the end. But, uh, you know, nothing really changes on when it comes to, you know, mentally or the approach or how we go about our business. Uh, you know, it's just uh, trying to treat it like another game, but go out there and get as many outs as I can. Joe? Jack, what does it mean, don't think? Um, you know, there's a, there's kind of there's a bunch to it. But uh, for me, the, the, the beginning of it was kind of just when you, when you talk about kind of athletes being in a zone or making some type of play or, or doing something, and you kind of ask them, you know, or, or some, if somebody's, you know, really hot at the plate or in another sport, you know, you, you kind of get a – a score in basketball, kind of what's going through their mind, and a lot of time it, there's there's nothing. It's just you kind of get in that zone. You don't really know how to explain it. You don't really know what's going on. You don't you don't know what it is, but you're there and you're locked in and you're focused and you're and you're there in, in every moment. Um, and so trying to find that trying to find that mental state where nothing's really going on. And I know where I'm at when 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 things are going really well. And that for me that's that's where it, it's just 
Like, there's nothing else going through my mind when uh, up here. It's just it's it's letting my instincts take over, letting my actions take over, and then and then also it comes to the fact of of just trusting my preparation. So where, where I'm I'm so prepared that you know I get into certain situations, I know what I'm comfortable doing, I know what I'm not comfortable doing, I know you know in in a situation like this, I know you know what pitches I need to execute, but also trusting that you know I, I've made those pitches before. And, and nothing changes to it, you know, whether it's a, you know, in a, a fastball away in a, in a big count, like I've executed that pitch before and it's just continuing to do that, not having to overthink things and trusting my preparation and trusting the fact that, you know, I've put in the work, I've gone through my routine, I, I've worked through all of that and just to kind of let it all take over and not have to overthink anything. Done. What impresses you when you watch Marcelo Zuna at the plate this postseason? Um... You know, what, what's impressive kind of about him just, just through everything is that, you know, he, he's gone through stretches where he's been hot and where stretches where he's been not. You know, he kind of – the end of the regular season wasn't wasn't the best for him, but you never know when he's going to turn around. You know, he goes in, he puts in his work every day. He, he, he just goes about his business. He's continuing working to, to try to get better, and he's always, he's always in there working no, no matter what. So – uh, you knew you knew he was going to turn around. You he's going to get hot, and right now, you know he's just seeing the ball well, and he's putting good swings on it. He's swinging at stuff in the zone. So, um, yeah, he, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch work. He's fun to watch go about his business. Do you believe in the power of the green sleeve? <laughs> uh, I believe whatever works for him. He just needs to keep doing it. Derek, understanding that you're different pitchers, but what do you get from watching? what Wainwright did in his start against the same lineup or what Dakota did against the same lineup? Yeah, um, just especially Wayno, the way he, he went out and attacked. And he, he was always on the attack, and he was executing pitches when he needed to. He mixed up his speeds. He, he did what he had to. But, you know, he just executed his game. You know, he executed his game plan. Even Dakota, he executed his game plan, um, you know, what he needed to do to get outs. I think that goes for everybody. So as long as you go out there and execute your game plan and you go about your business, uh, you're going to put yourself in a good spot. Jack, with a couple of days out from game two now, when you look back at how that first inning went for you, did that go close to the way? I mean, there were some bad luck balls in there, but when you look at it kind of in retrospect, is that the way you wanted that inning to go, or did it maybe go a little faster than you intended it to? Uh, no, I don't think it went any faster. I mean, you, you know, you, you get a Kuna out. Um, and then obviously it's a, you know, he gets an infield single. A guy can run really well. Uh, you know, he, and then we had the, you know, I kind of yanked a slider, uh, got away from, got away from Yad. And then, uh, you know, Freddie gets the guy over and then, you know, just didn't get the ball in enough to Donaldson. So, um, you know, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't moving too fast. Nothing really went on like that. It was just a matter of, you know, executing there with the runner on third, two outs and just making one pitch and, uh, you know, he put a good swing on it. He's a professional hitter. Uh, Freddie, Freddie, too. You know, Freddie getting him over uh, just to, you know, ensure that he scored on a single. So, you know, it's just a matter of going out there and executing. You know, we, this is what we've done all year is go out and execute pitches and, you know, have in the back of my mind, you know, no matter what kind of situation it is, no matter what it is, you know, I've executed that pitch before. Joe. Uh, Jack, talking to some of your teammates earlier in the series, um, they almost all talked about your competitiveness and your drive. Um, and Matt Carpenter said specifically that you pitch with anger, and he meant it in a good way. Um, and he compared it to what Chris Carpenter and Bob Gibson used to, ha used to have on the mound. Where do you think that comes from, and is that something that you want to channel when you're out there? Um, is that intentional, and, and where do you think it comes from? 
You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. That's something that's kind of gone on since I was in high school. My, uh, my high school coach kind of talked about it when I was in high school. He said, you just kind of, you turn into a different kind of animal or a different kind of beast once you get on the mountain. And he's like, I don't know what it is or what, what you think about or what you try to channel or what energy you try to bring, but he's like, stay with that. And so every time I've gone on the mountain, I mean, it's kind of getting in that zone and getting into that mental state and kind of whatever it takes where, you know, it's almost, I mean, we're going into, we're going into a heavyweight fight and, you know, it's me versus the guy in the box. Granted, I've got, you know, seven guys behind me and a Hall of Fame guy behind the plate, but it's me versus you. And that's kind of what it is. My job is to get you out. And so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what's, what's going on or who's in my way, but, you know, my job is to get you out. And so that's just kind of, you know, I think that's kind of where it comes from, but it's just that that's the mental state that I kind of have to be in. You know, other people can can do different things. You look up and down our staff. I mean, the guys are com- completely different. Wayno's kind of that way, but but not completely. Miles is somebody who he can have a full on conversation, and you know, he he gets into a mental state too. But he he can he's a different he's a he's a different kind of animal out there. And then uh, Dak's kind of somewhere in the middle where uh, where he's you know. He's just, he's a different kind of guy, but you know, he's somewhere in the middle. But everybody's kind of different. Everybody has their, their mental state that they can kind of lock into. Rick. How will you spend the next 24 and a half hours now? Well, I'll go in, get my work in, go play catch, uh, probably run through scouting report one more time, and then go back. I think we got a dinner tonight, go hang out with the guys, kind of just – Talk about whatever we want. Probably not talk about the game at all. We we'll just, you know, just go be guys, and then uh, go ahead, get some sleep, wake up tomorrow, and you know, just be another day of pitching. Go through my normal routine, and go get ready for the game. And nothing special. Derek, Jack, you've had a chance, especially this year, but really in the last year and a half, to talk to guys who have won Cy Young awards, who have talked to twenty game winners, and you've talked to us kind of what goes into being an, an a capable, excellent pitcher, even becoming an ace. Where does playoff success fit into that equation for you? Where does that go to defining what a starting pitcher does? You know, this is this is your job. This is what you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to get the ball in these kind of situations. And, uh, you know, these are situations where, like, you, you know, you turn to your guy of, you know, hey, we need a win here. Go take the ball. Give us what you got. And, and you look back on kind of the recent guys that the Cardinals have. Especially, you know, you look at Carp. And, uh, you know, that's something I kind of leaned on this year. You know, I've, le- I've leaned on Wayno in the past. So I kind of took everything that I possibly can from him and still do. You know, he, he's st- he's, he never ceases to amaze us. I mean, we, with what he did the other day, um, that was – there's no words for it. That was special. That was fun to watch. And then uh, – but, you know, I, as the years gone on, I've been, been able to develop more relationship with Carp too. And, you know, he just talks about slowing the game down. And continuing to go out there and execute and focus on one pitch at a time, not getting too far ahead, not thinking about anything else that you know might come or all the distractions and stuff that go on, if you want to call them distractions. But really, it's just executing one pitch at a time and slowing the game down and uh, you know, not trying to do too much. You, know, you get into those situations, you get into these games, and you know, it, as long as you you know you go about your business and you play your game, you don't have to do anything more. You don't have to do anything extra. You know, there, there's nothing about that that where you have to feel like you've got to do anything more. So it's just, you know, staying right there, staying in the moment, staying locked in. And 
Jack, what does it mean to you um, that you're the Cardinals guy that they turn to in these situations? Game 162, game five here, what does it mean to you that you're the guy? I mean, for me, it's just it's about having these guys, you know, having these guys behind me, having the guys on the team, um, you know, kind of having me or having my back. But, you know, I got their back. You know, I mean, we're out here doing it for each other. It's not really for anybody else. We're doing it for the guys in that clubhouse, you know, the coaching staff that's behind us, uh, all the trainers that work with us, you know, the guys that put together our scouting reports. We do it for everybody in there, everybody that comes with us day in, day out, everybody that, that is there for us. Um, you know, we're doing it for each other. And I think that's what it, what it really comes down to. It's not one guy. It's not, you know, every individual. It's everybody kind of doing it for each other and playing for each other, wanting to win for each other. Jesse. Um, Jack, uh, your opposing pitcher tomorrow pitched pretty well the other night against you. It was a great game. Uh, what's his slider like, whether you see it from the dugout or, or facing him? That was, it was, you know, obviously a pitch that was on for him. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, he had, a, he had a really good day the other day. Um, you know, he had, he had his good stuff going. And, uh, you know, when he's got – when he's got that slider going, it's a, you know, it just, just kind of misses bats or just misses enough of a barrel where, uh, or you know, it just, it's just, it's a good pitch, and you know, there's not really way, any way to describe it. Um, you know, he's he's got good stuff, and you know, we'll just, we'll see what we got tomorrow. Any last ones for Jack? Jack, do you remember the last time you pitched in a winner go home type of situation? I mean, I would take. 162 is kind of a winner go home situation. I mean, you look at every. I mean, you look at every game we've played coming down the stretch. When we go into Wrigley, start a four-game set. I don't know what our lead was in the division, but like, you go in there and get game one. You know, kind of a winner go home situation. I mean, that was a. I think we were three games up on them in Milwaukee, uh, and then you get game 162. Um, literally, I mean, we came up in the division. Milwaukee's playing. Colorado, everybody plays at the same time, which is actually, you know, it's it's great that baseball does it that way. But, you know, right there, that's another situation of, hey, we, we got to win in order to, we don't want to play tomorrow. And we don't want to play in the wild card game. You know, we're trying to, you know, take those days and go to Atlanta. So, uh, you know, you look at it that way. You know, every game's, every game's a big game. But as long as we go out, or as long as I go out and execute my game, that's all we can try to do. Can't try to do anything more. Hitters can't try to go out and, try to do anything more, try to swing harder, try to hit the ball harder, as long as they just go out, execute their game plan at the dish, um, and stay within themselves. They really got to stay within themselves and just, you know, and we've had guys who've been there and done that. And you go up and down our order. I mean, Dex from the top, you know, he, he knows what it takes. Yachty, Wayno, uh, Carp, Colt, you know, all these guys. And, you know, we've got everybody else who, for us, all we can try to do is just go out there and play our game, stay within the moment. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. You know, there's a great team over there. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that, that you kind of live for, and you, you got to be excited about it. I mean, come on. I mean, it's, you know, you get a game five, winner, go home. I mean, what's not to be excited about? All right. Thanks very much, Jack. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. I'm recording this before game number five. Hopefully, there's an NLCS on deck for the St. Louis Cardinals. If they do advance to the next round, there could be up to four potential National League Championship Series games at Bush Stadium in the time frame of October 11th through the 19th. Tickets on sale right this very moment if the Cardinals advance. Get yours at cardinals.com slash postseason. By the way, if you're listening to this, pre-Game 5 of the NLDS. If you want to go ahead and make sure you have a spot at a potential NLCS, you can buy those tickets. They are fully refunded 
should the season come to an end in Game 5. Let's hope that that's not the case and that Jack Flaherty does his Jack Flaherty thing and that we're talking to you in the middle of the NLCS the next time this podcast comes out. For Jack Flaherty and everybody else that's been involved with the program today, my name is Brett McMillan. We'll talk to you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.